friends. Welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow trans-dimensional beings, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Continuing with our second installment of suggestions for fun Halloween movies is one from Lumberdor. Return to Oz. The film was released in 1985 by Walt Disney Pictures. Directed and written by Walter Murch, co-written by Gil Dennis, and produced by Paul Maslansky. It stars Nicole Williamson, Jean Marsh, Piper Laurie, and Feruza Balk as Dorothy Gale in her first screen role. It's an unofficial sequel to the 1939 MGM film The Wizard of Oz, and based on L. Frank Baum's early 20th century Oz novels, The Marvelous Land of Oz, written in 1904, and Ozma of Oz from 1907. An overall summary is Dorothy returns to the land of Oz to find that it has been conquered by the Gnome King, and she must restore it with her new friends, Belina, TikTok, Jack Pumpkinhead, the Gump, and Princess Ozma. Return to Oz unfortunately performed very poorly at the box office, grossing $11.1 million in the U.S. on a $28 million budget and received mixed reviews. Critics praised the special effects and performances, but criticized the dark contents and twisted visuals. However, it performed fairly well outside the United States and has since acquired a cult following. It even received an Oscar nomination for Best Visual Effects. There will be a ton of spoilers. So if you are planning on watching Return to Oz, then I recommend just stopping, watching, and coming back. If you enjoy our conversations and would like to get in contact, or contribute in some way, consider visiting our website at OurMidnightCake.com. And be sure to visit us next week when we discuss Doug's suggestion, You're Next. Okay, this was kind of a weird one. What did you guys think of it? So, second week, second controversial movie. We get a... <laughs> we, we, get a we get a whitewashed Toto. <laughs> what is this crap? <laughs> Uh, this is supposed to take place, what, six months after yeah, the tornado initially. I read yeah. somewhere where that, that checks out because that would place the original movie in like April, which is kind of like, I guess, tornado season. You think somebody actually thought about that? <laughs> Probably not. This is also a good time to watch this with uh, like, I think it's mental health awareness week. So <laughs> M seems a little tougher in this one, a little more stern. And M seems more stern in this one than in the original i, I kind of thought so so oh, did you guys i didn't that? i didn't think that at all have you guys she seen seemed much nicer in this one seen carrie <laughs> have you seen the 70s version of carrie uh did you catch that was her mother was oh it? no i didn't know that <laughs> yeah. who else did Seems i alive. i saw someone the the nurse was Pipe, uh piper laurie and willow and the. Uh, the person that played Tin Man Morda. was the new um, Oompa Loompa from the... Deep Roy. From, Deep uh, Roy. Yeah. From, uh, <laughs> Surprise star of the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, I, I always liked uh, Brian Henson as Jack, though. So you get a little bit of the Henson family in there as well. Oh, is that mm-hmm. who it was? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was okay. uh, Jim Henson's son, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. How dare yeah, they uh, go into the future play. and pluck Jack Skellington from Tim Burton's brain? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they went into the past about 100 years. So. <laughs> I was going to say. Well, I said go into the future and, and rip, rip the idea from Tim Burton's brain. <laughs> if anything, Tim Burton went back in time. Uh, I read somewhere that he said he, he he obviously took inspiration from that. He was like, I can't, I can't pretend like <laughs> these aren't very similar characters. Yeah. I don't know. So I, before we, before questions. we really, really get started, this is one of my favorite movies and you're not going to offend me no matter how much you, you dump on it. So. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. Gentlemen, just curious about stuff. start your dumping. <laughs> So, okay. I've been saving this dump up all week. <laughs> have you read the books? Have you read, have the, I books read the books? Door? Yeah, I have. It's been a long time, but I've okay. read back through the first one, which doesn't oh, really a lot of this, this A lot of this comes question. straight from the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My and it's question. probably a better adaptation than the famous MGM. Oh, yeah. But, it, yeah. but totally. is there electroshock therapy? in the books no is she no. in the saint asylum that i don't remember i started rereading them i could find no evidence of this that, that, is, crawling. that is all this movie yeah because that <laughs> is the most disturbing thing about this movie it's what makes the beginning and the ending totally unsettling <laughs> and it's the part where all the people who came that were just enchanted by the mgm musical that's where they left the theater <laughs> 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 I almost lost my daughters <laughs> at that part. And you just turned they, up the vultures. They, like, they looked up at me. And <laughs> you said, you sissies, we're not even dad? at the decapitated lady yet. What is I, going I like on here? They've got little furs of bulk in this, uh, in this place, and she's supposed to be the crazy one, and this doctor's describing this machine. Here are the eyes and the nose and the mouth, and can you guess what this is? And she's like, you're crazy, man. <laughs> That's his tongue, isn't it? It's fun to get electrocuted. Uh, incidentally, that so, guy like, who who played the part is a fantastic actor. Yeah, oh, he, he was he he was a critically acclaimed Shakespearean actor for you know, for forever and won all kinds of awards, um, accolades from various other actors and organizations. And I'm not sure what he's doing in this movie, but. <laughs> He does it he, very uh, well. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd was also considered for this role, which I, I think would have been interesting. I think there is something about Dorothy getting. I don't think that Christopher Lloyd would have helped it, but it would have been, no. it would have been different. I would have been interested to see what his take on that character would be, though. What is his name? Because I mean, I recognized him too, and I was like, ah, "It's that guy." We're questioning uh, Christopher Lloyd's acting. Nicol Williamson. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Now I mean, I'm not questioning he, his acting. He's a very good character actor. He is a very good character curious. actor. Ah, oh, Marty, now I'm now I'm Fester Adams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great Judge Doom, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably think of Judge Doom before I think of uh, 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 Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. You don't forget those dagger eyes coming right at you. Roger well, Rabbit no, was no, a you much don't, but... bigger part of <laughs> yeah, my childhood than the Back Exorcist to the Future. Part three, that was it. Which awesome was slightly movie, less scary. Exorcist part three. 
I was much more interested in Bob Hoskins than uh, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so no electroshock therapy in the books. We're thinking no, no. Like I said, okay. I think I think okay. she does get there via boat somehow. I do. I believe well, I remember that she does. She does, yeah. but it's like a much more innocent. Like it just kind of happens. Yeah. When she's like out with Uncle Henry somewhere, kind of thing, and there's oh, no question the questionable medical practices involved. And it's like yeah. Oz is the place, and it's a whimsical, magical. I mean, sure, I get some of it's darker or whatever, but I'm just saying, like people say this with is more faithful desert. to the books. But then I'm like, yeah. like, the books do not have the disturbing part of it being a psychotic break and mental delusion, <laughs> which is but, like, but, yeah, super dark. Take Oz on itself, which Oz is really is filmed like disturbing. a horror film. Yeah, it's it, well, it's totally a horror movie for kids. I mean, it yeah, definitely yeah. is, <laughs> yeah. which is great. I think I mean, it's the, great. The, the camera work, how the how it pans and everything. It's oh, God. Oh yeah, I mean, it took a lot of head and they're wheeling her through movies. the corridors and. Oh. <laughs> well, even the time together, I say, yeah, so yeah, you the squeaky wheels down, on the car, girl. and then tying mm-hmm. that into the design of the uh, the wheelers, which my kids when I showed this to them. Uh, they couldn't pronounce wheelers correctly, so they kept calling those characters the Steelers, which cracked me up even amazing. more. <laughs> the wheelers looked amazing. I like yeah. that. Um, You'll find a lot where people thing. kind I, of I enjoyed the like... movie, but oh yeah, and it had that guy from also from Ghostbusters too. Uh, oh yeah, who was the head wheeler? <laughs> That's yes, true. I was trying to place him. That's awesome. Oh, uh, was he? Uh, uh, he's the like the mayor's assistant or something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <sighs> you guys are the best. Yes. I think the voice of Henrietta the chicken was somebody famous too. If I'm trying to, if I can't place who it was, or Belina, Belina, yeah, I'm I, I think like I Henrietta. think you're using famous loosely, uh, which <laughs> for a chicken though, <laughs> just because it was someone who did something. Well, I mean, she's no. Well, Bob why Hoskins. did the chicken show up? Denise Breyer. She's in Labyrinth. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, she's she was in Labyrinth. Lady in Labyrinth. Yeah, that may be what I'm recognize about. her voice. The garbage lady, right? Mm-hmm. I think yep. so. The junk lady, <laughs> junk whatever lady. her name was. Yeah, you know, and I just think too about like this coming out so much later. It's the only film this guy's directed. Yeah, it was the only thing he directed. Um, <laughs> but and for reasons, and at one point he got fired early on, but then was backed by like uh, Spielberg and somebody and else. And Lucas, George that's Lucas, yeah. And this is another thing where people want to point to the fact that it was like so. No, they, they Disney didn't fire him because of how the movie looked. It was just because they thought it was maybe going too slow. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people act like over. Oh, Dis- Disney. You know, they saw this movie and they're like, "What have we done?" But no, Disney was doing this back then. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, totally. All their stuff at they, the time. They didn't want to lose the IP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah in their <laughs> their Spider Man at the time. With their live action and their animation, they were doing darker things. What's what's the uh, what's the one movie? The Black Cauldron. Oh my gosh! I, yeah. was, tra- I was about Black to Cauldron. say, what's the cartoon? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, Cauldron. the big big failure, which I enjoyed. Yeah, I, I, I liked the Black. It's Cauldron. a good one. I I thought that it that definitely a, a departure from what Disney had was known for, but fits into this more darker kind of thing that they were doing at the time. Okay, so I won't dwell on it, but that was like the one thing for me when people say it's more faithful adaptation of the book. I'm like, but was there the whole like mental delusion in the book? Because that's like the whole <laughs> crux of the movie to me. Yeah, I think the dark mm-hmm. feel of it was a better, it, it's a better adaptation of the yeah, feel of the book. I, I guess part of the darker feel of it 
is a better adaptation of the books because so many people know the 39 movie with mm-hmm. uh, Judy Garland and think it's this happy thing when really all the stuff with Oz are all these like darker characters and it's this little girl's friend. Oz is kind of like the Batman uh, universe and you've got all these tormented crazy characters. I mean, she mentioned it in the movie, but like Tin Man, he became this character because he, he chopped all of his arms and legs off for love. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And she just kind of mentions it and everybody ignores her, but that was, she mentions it like everyone's like, Oh sure. Yeah. 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 I've, I've heard like um, maybe someone more like Roald Dahl is more like if you think of the way his stuff's kind of macabre, like he was kind of yeah. influenced by bomb, maybe like there's like a macabre aspect because old fairy tales are macabre. I mean, yeah, oh, very much so. And they were originally designed to teach kids something. Yeah. All the stuff in Oz, I really, really like. And and so I really liked the movie. It was and just it the was stuff few, that confused like, me. Um, but when American, they're really there, I love it. Like fairy tales really as well early on mm-hmm. just american centric i guess but yeah they weren't scared to uh kill someone off or have someone lop off limbs in those old <laughs> fairy tales <laughs> we no not at all life is dangerous kid we don't have lord of the rings we've got the scarecrow <laughs> right right <laughs> we have the guy that cut off his arms and legs uh, like you're talking about doug with you know the the sets and everything that they had set up were really cool, oh, so cool. and well done. Yeah. Super cool. And I I loved the animations with the gnomes and the rocks and things. Oh, the animation's so cool. Well, the claymation was done by Will Beaton, California Raisins guy, and all that. Oh, okay. That's the other thing How I was trying cool to remember. How cool is that? Yeah. So he had a part, big part in the claymation in this movie. And uh, I love like that the stuff just that the concept of the rocks. The rocks yeah. listening into them at all times. I thought that was really neat. I love the movie. Just everything about it. I mean, I know the story could probably be better in places, but visually it just it's one that has always stuck with me because of mm-hmm. everything as far as the the setting and even like um even the shots outside too that you don't typically see a lot of um like them from escaping from Mumby's castle, trying to get to the Gnome King's Mountain. And even just her arriving in the desert and stuff like that. It's just, I just love the setup of everything. No, the, the cinematography is fantastic. Even the whimsical stuff, I like the, the more lighthearted music is still kind of creepy just because of the whole setup of everything else going on in the environment. They try and make it a little more lighthearted. It, it's still got a creepy vibe to it. Like even the stuff with like uh, TikTok, you know, with him coming out and tacking the wheelers and spinning around. And uh, it's got more of this happy music going on. That's just, giant robot dude just like kicking butt and hitting people with a lunch pail now i thought he was an interesting character just when i i think of the books and the time they TikTok. were written to have yeah TikTok. like a robot yeah, yeah. Like, that's really cool the mechanical people kept saying things in this that made me think things that i don't know that they intended like they were talking about she said it's a shame that you couldn't uh wind yourself up and i'm like yeah that's like an existential question to where like if you could just keep rewinding yourself, you'd spend your whole life, you know, just winding and winding and never really doing anything. <laughs> it's called work. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just don't wind the thinking. <laughs> I sit at the keyboard all day, Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they do okay. have the 
replacement characters, I guess, for... every Everyone is a replacement yeah. character. Mm-hmm. The chicken is mm-hmm. Toto. Jack is a scarecrow. Even the gump is kind yeah. of, I guess, supposed to be the lion, sort of. Yeah, and the TikTok's more of a tin man. Yeah. he's. I got strong C-3PO vibes from him. It's like if C-3PO oh, yeah. needed a little lozenge. And the wizard is Ozma. Ozma is actually just a product of Dorothy's schizophrenia, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Which I always find it interesting going back and watching it now because, like, you know, this kid actor, Frizzabalk, you know, she's basically surrounded by like some form of a puppet or a robot, like 90% of the movie. Which to me explains why she always has this weird vibe when you see her in anything else, too. So I like, I assume this really shaped her as well as it did other people in that generation. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought that was the abuse. Because <laughs> <laughs> she ended up being in what, like the craft and Waterboy and yeah, some of those other Waterboy, yeah. yeah, American History X. Yeah, that too. Oh yeah, no, there's a dark movie. I guess the stuff that should have scared me when I was little, I was just always amazed by it. Um, in this movie, like the the heads with Mumby, where like it, she's switching out the different heads. Although the scene where uh, Dorothy gets the key. And Mumby pops up out of bed and she's headless and she's snoring and screaming as a headless woman. That always made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I was also saying while I was watching this that I, I had to learn that this stuff was supposed to be scary because when I was the age that this was supposed to be scary, I was watching like Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> right. So this was not scary. <laughs> You're scarred for different reasons. Yes. <laughs> I think it was clear that they were trying with with many of the characters to match some of the early illustrations. Yeah, they're definitely based off um, like Tin Man and and Scarecrow and the Lion, especially were really based off of Uh um, Denslow's illustrations from the first books. And I think with some of them, like like I kind of prefer this version of the Tin Man and the Lion as a puppet rather than a. You know, because people are so dead set on that 1939 movie that you'll watch animations now where the lion is a guy standing up. Yeah. For some reason. Well, that's the thing. It it was so, the 39 was so lighthearted that it influenced so many things that came after any adaptation. But I have to say, I do not like the scarecrow in this one as much. I think the makeup was so good on uh, what's Ray Ray Bolger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah that I don't think the puppet was an improvement. Yeah, I think I had read on the source of all knowledge somewhere that they had to cut back on what they intended to do with him mm-hmm, for like mm-hmm. money reasons. Like he was going to have a fully animatronic face and stuff like that. I think that On was him Jack and though. Jack. Yeah. There's just yeah, something him. about him never blinking that just kind of <laughs> just kind of killed it. He just you know? always seemed or happy. Maybe made it more me. appropriate. <laughs> it's weird that the gum gets the best animatronic. <laughs> yes, right. He was and the best, be like, and the best lines you know. too. He should have quit when he was just ahead. Oh no, god! So there's another thing. Okay, like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I think that the that the animatronics for the chicken was yes. really good. <laughs> the animatronics for what? For for the, the chicken. chicken. Oh yeah. The oh yes, yes. The puppet chicken was very good. Yeah. The blinking on the chicken always mm-hmm. like amazed me. And, uh, very lifelike movements. Yeah, don't you feel bad? For yeah, the yeah. It's like now he's, as a he's eternally alive, but as a head. <laughs> the gump had another void. one of those oddly <laughs> existential lines. Um, it was um, 
what I think I would look at where myself and be like, like, what have you done to me? <laughs> he, he says, I don't know that I'm going to last very long because I don't think I was put together very well. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he wanted to just be a head, but they tied a couch to him anyway. Oh, like, that was... That's dark. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then and then the couch still worked and he could move around <laughs> with yeah. after they strapped it to him. But also, he said something to the effect of, oh, this life is weirder than my last one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just this mounted animal head <laughs> and we were all just watching it going boy you're right buddy you're right i do love how when he wasn't mounted anymore like to the furniture that he was made sure to be propped up in whatever setting they were in or or uh, right. scarecrow was oh, yes, he, he, well or, or even when he was just out in the middle of the field he was just standing straight up yes <laughs> Are we to believe now that uh, his ultimate uh, end is to be a, a trophy head in the throne room of uh, Ozma? I guess so. He's like kind of one of those old singing fish things. Yeah. <laughs> That's past. when he first popped up. And I've yep. seen this movie a few times before, but when he first popped up, I've been watching Evil Dead recently. And it's <laughs> reminded me. Evil Dead too. <laughs> When the deer head's laughing at him, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I totally thought of that too, because Evil Dead 2 is one of my favorite movies. Dude. Okay, so we talked about the wheelers. So then I guess the next big piece is, is it Mombi? Is that her name, that Bav Morda? Yeah, Mombi. Princess Mombi. I just call her Bav Morda. Yeah. Okay. Well, when, when she was first introduced as the nurse, they, they kind of looked around, Dad, she's a witch. Yeah. They just her presence as a witch. That oh, yeah. costume, though, yeah. must have been on purpose. Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wicked, the, the wicked witch of the West costume that she had on. You mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. more than the nurse. <laughs> and then when we actually got to Mombi, they thought that they were very clever for figuring out that she was a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Did they expect expect the uh, the head switch though? How did they take the uh, the hall of all the heads? Oh, they thought that was really cool. Actually. Did they figure out the Gnome King? See, I didn't. I, I would think, like, as a kid, I would have thought that was awesome. My, my kids would like the head thing, I think. Yeah. When yeah. you see that, you think it's awesome, but you think, oh, of course, they're just, like, heads sticking out of a thing. But then they pick them up, and it still looks good. I know. That's the thing. Yeah. They still look good. The, the effects, effects of that great. part were very impressive. <laughs> and her whole palace and everything looked awesome. Uh, I, I really love the, the, the mirrors and the, and the mm-hmm. ceiling, the walls, the floor. It made it look so much bigger and... Also, like when they first entered it and it was so dusty, seeing like the circle footprints of TikTok that he was leaving as he was waddling around um, before they got into the, the palace with all the mirrors and everything. I, I loved. Uh, we got to talk about that. this poor man inside the TikTok costume. Oh, my goodness. What a champ. <laughs> I can't think about that. Then the R2D2, though. Is, uh, which would be worse though at least r2d2 like rolled this, this i mean he, he was a little guy was inside a can right yeah, yeah. this he guy was a, a gymnast this guy uh, was a, from, from what i was I mean, seeing a fairly sizable person i guess bent over into uh, yeah it's someone that's taller than me mm. <laughs> yeah that was curled <laughs> up inside that thing okay and you gotta think that thing must have fallen down once or twice oh yeah the way it was just bouncing back and forth. Like, oh, here I go again. <laughs> well, I, I, I saw go. the way like falling over undid him, and I'm like, no wonder they got their butts kicked by the. Uh, there's <laughs> another line where he's like, I pace back and forth till my motion wound down. Then he say something till his speech wound down, and then I yeah. thought till my think wound down. <laughs> every day, buddy. 
He also reminded me, I always loved TikTok and the design of the character, how his mouth was just this giant moving mustache, but his his pattern, his movement reminded me a lot of the uh, the Energizer bunny for some reason, especially like when he fell over. I, I know when you're creating kind of a mechanical flailing. soldier, it's important to have a mustache to indicate that he's talking. <laughs> Very World War One Britain <laughs> modeling. It's also like important that. to put instructions on his back. <laughs> like, how cheap is it that uh, they all turned into things that uh, were hard to guess, but he turns into a freaking metal? <laughs> the very last one yeah wasn't wasn't jack a vase or something and uh yeah jack was a vase <laughs> like uh... it should have been something that you could have been like oh i really know the scarecrow so so i can figure this out right right it was like the that most was one thing that always it was just great like, like, like a diploma <laughs> you know or uh... yeah I assume that the the reasoning for not putting tiktok in the scene with the gnome king like getting destroyed is like a uh you can't really run fast through all that destruction with the TikTok, you know, <laughs> he would have totally fallen into the lava pit or whatever, into the clay or whatever. Well, TikTok's dead. Yeah. TikTok would Just... not have made it through that scene. So that's one reason he didn't show up till the end. <laughs> that, that, that was one of my least Gotta think about logistics here. This watch through <laughs> was the, um, once they figured out the green thing, the scarecrow running through going, it's green. Look, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> like he just he couldn't be like i found one here <laughs> <laughs> that creature ruled oz you know <laughs> yeah. it's good that well, he it was can, an uh, honorary brain i mean he, he can determine <laughs> green items yeah. he's got that what what is that is that's definitely a kindergarten skill right <laughs> <laughs> well at least he's mastered pants yeah, so that's <laughs> something. Overall, I, I enjoy this movie. I liked it, though. I just like something that's willing to be weird. I like something yeah. that's willing to be weird and just willing to, like, go for it. You know, I like that. And it's a weird story. It it's is super yeah. weird. And and it that just kind of makes it great, I think. And so yeah, it's also, it's also very charming today. It is charming in a way. Yeah. Disney owned the books so they were able to do pretty much anything they wanted to from the books but anything mm -hmm. that came from the mgm film they could not so they had to pay for the rights to make the slippers ruby <laughs> because yeah, that's the slippers not, are yeah. silver yeah yeah book. that's right yeah. mm -hmm. and i was thinking this is a lot like them having to pay for spider-man <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's totally funny history yeah. repeats itself which they may lose the rights too anyway. <laughs> and now we get now we get vintage Doc Ock. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cake. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Thank you. And good night. Yeah, I figured out what movie I want us to watch. I did. We'll talk about that. It's uh, the Garfield Halloween special, right? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> it's a good one. That is one of my favorite Halloween movies. It is a good one.
the lightning flashes he's like nice touch I just like etched in my brain for being a kid for some reason